Ladies and gentlemen, what's up? This is BC. Welcome back to another episode of Supreme Being. I turned off the, <laughs> the virtual background uh, for this episode in case you guys were getting bugged out for those of you who see this on the video version. But today, let's get right into it. The intangibles people are missing is what I named this. You know, as I continue to talk to more people, work with more of my students, get more coaching members, talk to more people in the world. You know, it, it, it becomes more apparent. Everything I've been talking about over the years is true. And most importantly, it's not the stuff that people focus on typically or that they're worried about. It's other things that are 100% under the control, some of the more obvious things. And those end up over time becoming the pivotal and foundational things. Four things I wrote down, okay? Here's an intangible, right? And all, all four of these things are simple. Anybody can focus on these things, okay? I want you to focus on these things. Number one is this. From acquisition of knowledge to implementation, that window, shortening it, right? If I teach you a technique, I would even be more proud of you and clap for you and cheer for you and acknowledge you if you pause the episode right when I give the technique and you immediately apply it. And then you continue the episode after at least trying it once or twice. It's almost like when, when you read, right? Let's say you're reading a book that gives you like a visualization exercise. Do you stop reading right there to do the exercise for like a minute and then go back? Or do you just read through it and never do it? See, that's the difference between somebody who just reads for entertainment and somebody who's reading to acquire knowledge, apply it, and understand and master that knowledge. There's a clear difference there. Your knowledge acquisition to implementation window. We have to shorten that, right? You go to a seminar, right? You, you join my coaching program, whatever it is. It's not, oh, you know, that was good stuff on Friday. And then Monday morning, I'm going to implement it. No, dude, you do it immediately. If I teach you something on Friday to door knock or call a sales technique, whatever it is that night or the next morning, as soon as possible, you apply it. Hell, I remember going to seminars and, and stuff like that. And learning something like on a Friday night. And on the way home, I would stop and at a gas station or at a mall and I would try these techniques at least once or twice to implement it. Why would I wait until Monday? That's a convenient excuse, ladies and gentlemen. You need to implement things immediately, immediately, immediately. Like right away, right away. Why are we waiting? What's the point? Now, again, we see other people do it, so we think it's okay if we have mediocrity and a way of doing things, a particular pattern all around us, and you don't have that source to give you the proper reference point, you're going to struggle. This is one of many reasons that you need to get a coach and whatever it is that you do, get help, join a community, because this gets handled. Even if you want to do what everybody else does, when you join these communities, you learn from somebody like myself or someone else who's proficient in the field that you're in, right? You, you'll have no excuse to even default back to that other mode because everywhere you look and when you're in contact with us in our community, you have the proper example right in front of you. So even if you're not well-versed in knowledge acquisition to implementation window being small, if you interact with and you see and you witness a lot of other people doing it, it's going to rub off on you. Or you can ask them, hey, how are you going about doing it? That's incredible. It takes me longer to acquire the knowledge and apply. How are you doing it? And now you have access to them and they tell you and they explain it to you, right? And you see it. Big difference there, right? So work on 
lowering that and shortening that period from I'm going to acquire a piece of information or knowledge and I'm going to apply it. The more you do it, the less you overthink, the less you overanalyze, the quicker you get into action, then that action breeds more action. In the action, you figure out what you're doing wrong, what you're doing right. You come back to me or whoever it is with more questions, right? And that's how we start this process of you getting better, but you actually have to apply. And the quicker you apply, the better and faster you're going to learn, absorb the information. Because when that window is shorter too, and this is kind of a bonus point, you retain the information better because you're going back into the vault of your mind to use that information sooner rather than later. We know that if you learn something and then you wait more than a couple of days and you don't review your notes, your retention rate goes down like 90%. You only retain like 10% of what you learn. But if you look at it every day, at least a little bit, and you apply it, your retention rate goes up to 90% plus. So it's like, it's crazy. It's crazy. So swiftness of action, shortening that time window benefits you in many different ways in the long run, okay? So that's number one. Number two is this, honor your word. Forget about overachieving. Forget about all the extra stuff, right? The fancy stuff. Honor your word. You said you were going to get up at six, get up at six. You said you were going to clean your car in your room, clean it. You said you were going to show up at eight, show up at eight. You said you were going to make 50 calls today, make your 50 calls. You said you were going to dress sharp, dress sharp. You said you were going to return a phone call to a customer at 5 p.m. Honor your word, right? I mean, I can go on and on. Honor your word. We're not asking you to move mountains. I would never ask anybody to do that. Unless you are capable of doing it, then I would ask you. But honor your word, right? Let's start with that. Forget about, again, overachievement and all that for a second. Let's just honor, okay, you wanted to get into real estate. Great, get into real estate and do your thing. You said you were going to do it. Do it. You said you were going to show up every day. You said you were going to commit. You said you were going to work. You said you were going to be my best student, right? All this stuff that people say, all these claims. Cool, do it. Honor your word. It's that simple. Just do what you said you were going to do. Right? And I tell people, every single person, right? Like I have a notepad and pen here for those of you who are watching on video. Write a couple things. You know. Right? Like let's say one of the members on my team, my real estate team, okay? You know, make your 30 contacts, right? That list would be like five things that they need to do for their business. And you can do that all in the workday easily. Easily. You gave your word. You made, you made these commitments. You committed to me. You committed to yourself. Okay. Honor your commitments by honoring your word. You said you were going to do blank. Do it. Plain and simple. Okay. Everybody has a capacity to honor their word. It's that simple. I'm not asking you to make false promises. I'm not asking you to exaggerate. I'm asking you to honor your word. Right. If you work on my team, we, we were in agreement that you would do XYZ. You gave your word. Okay. Do it. That's it. I'm not asking above and beyond. Unless you come to me later and say, hey, I'm doing this. I would like more results or I want to push it further. Okay, now we can shift that. But it first has to start with you accomplishing and being able to honor your word and do your basic activities. That's it. I mean, it's really that simple. And a lot of discussion and research and, and questioning is around things that are beyond the scope of what people need to deal with and master, which is just honoring their word. This also will make it easier for you to stop making promises that you can't keep because then you can't honor your word, right? This is a struggle for people because they have not honored their word for so long 
their own system and subconscious mind and body doesn't believe them when they say they're going to do something. Why do you think people struggle so much and fail when it comes to New Year's resolutions? Because even when you make it in December, your own mind is like, yeah, right, dude, you're not going to lose weight or make more money. You've been saying that for 5, 10, 15, 20 years, and we never do it. You give up. Your own system, yourself knows that you're not going to do it. So how do we start rebuilding this? Start small. Start with one or two things a day and build your way up if, if that's what it takes. If you commit to doing this, because within a couple of weeks, your word means something again, because your word is your bond, right? And if that is so cheap to you now and, and is worth nothing, you're not going to get anywhere because a lot of people will depend on you for the word. Your customer depends on your word, your partner or partners or whatever, your children rely on your word, that you're going to protect them, that you're going to do this, that you're going to show up. And if you yourself, your own self doesn't value your own word, how can you expect somebody else to honor it? It's not going to, they're not going to respect it. So people who know me, right, and how much my own word means something to me and is the most precious commodity to me in the world, knows that if I give my word, they can, they can rest assured that whatever I give my word, I'm going to do. Why? Because the evidence proves that every time I give my word, I deliver and I do. It's that simple. Do you? Because you know if you do or not. When I say I'm going to do something or accomplish something, I do it, period. And I've been doing that for a long time. Now, you can build your way up to that too. Anybody's capable of this. But you first have to start with the small things. If you say you're going to show up, show up. And if you know you're not going to, don't even agree to it. Just say, not going to make it, unable to make it. I will not do that. Stop getting hyped off emotion and then later you try to make excuses because then that's what creates the problem. Just honor your word. Only say what you're going to do. Only make promises that you know you're going to keep and start there, y'all. Reset here and you'll see that it'll make your own thought process, your own psyche and your own life so much easier, okay? Number three, everybody has the capacity to be upbeat. Upbeat, right? Hey, how's it going? Oh, it's a good day. Man, things are going good. It's easy to be negative. It's just as easy to be upbeat. I'm not going to say positive, right? Because th that word has been warped. It's not about, it's about being upbeat. I could not be having a good day and still be upbeat and still bring a smile to your face and keep a smile on mine. No problem. Why? That's perspective. And just as much effort as it takes to be negative, it's the same amount of effort to be upbeat. Be upbeat. Anybody can bring this to the table. And this, by the way, is extremely important. People will judge you off your vibe. And you could be worth billions of dollars and you could be the bee's knees, right? You could be everything. You could be the man, right? But if you're not upbeat and you don't bring that good energy, you're missing something. You're missing the cherry on top and the frosting and the whipped cream and all the stuff that people love, the stuff that's to die for. You're missing it. Now, you bringing that to the table when you don't have much else to bring actually means something because you raise the vibe. You raise the vibration. You raise the mood. You bring good energy and spark and motivation. And, and this is why typically a lot of people like having new blood in like an employment situation, new salespeople, new recruits, because they bring that young, hungry, positive energy that the old timers sometimes don't have. I'm 10 years in the game online and in real estate and business, and I still bring this energy like I'm the newbie. Right, Because I've tapped into this, but more importantly, I know the importance of it. Again, this is totally under your control. Does it take a little bit of effort? 
Not for me anymore, but in the beginning, absolutely. To keep a smile on my face all the time when I didn't do that before. To be generally upbeat when most people on this earth are miserable. Of course it took work, but it's under your control. It's something you can focus on. It's something that doesn't require experience or anything else. You can just do it. You can turn it on if you're just aware and you're conscious about it. It's that simple, y'all. I mean, goddamn. I mean, I have every excuse not to be upbeat. For the last couple of weeks, right, I've had little uh, patches like on my skin that are dry, right? Some chemicals somewhere irritated like my arm a little bit. Like if you can see here, like my left eye, sometimes it's a little dry, like the skin here, a little bit red. It's annoying, dude. Can you really tell on video? Maybe a little bit. There's a little redness, right? Do I allow it to stop me from doing videos or, or working out or doing anything else? No, it sucks. It's a little uncomfortable as I'm sorting through it and fixing it, right? I have every right to complain or not do videos or whatever, but I'm still going to do it. I don't care. I'll be, I'll be in Hawaii next week. Even if the skin problem somehow gets worse, I'll still be there. I'll still be on stage. Even if all the skin on my face started like cracking and peeling, I would still be there and do it. Because number one, I gave my word, but number two, all it takes is a little bit of effort for me to be upbeat. It doesn't matter. In the grand scheme of things, a week or two from now, that shit will be gone and I'll be fine and life goes on. Who cares? Be upbeat. Put in that little extra bit of effort. Why? Because it's appreciated and people gravitate towards that shit. That's the winning energy. That's that upbeatness. That's the these people are going somewhere energy. That's what everybody wants to click on and follow, right? Yes, we know people love drama and negativity, but people as much or more, will latch onto this energy and want to be a part of it. Why? Because then you attract the other people who are winners. You attract the other people that are out there wanting to go out and get it, right? Now, again, this has to require a little bit of your awareness and a little bit of umph from you, a little bit, but you got to do it. This is extremely important, y'all, especially for those of you who listen to me who are, who are in like a leadership capacity. You lead people. Maybe you have a team. Maybe you have a couple employees, right? Because they're going to look at you right? They're basing their example off you. You're that reference point for them all the time. Are you sharp? Are you upbeat all the time? Because if you're not, how can you expect that from them if you yourself are not exhibiting those qualities, right? So this one is extremely important. Make sure you take a moment to check yourself and make sure that you're being upbeat. Even if someone's rude to you, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I've dealt with employees at at stores and restaurants who sometimes are a little frustrated or upset, I don't care. I'm still going to be nice to them because I can control that, okay? And here's the last one. Do you have the capacity to be team-oriented? Meaning, can you work well with other people? Now, does this require some effort sometimes? Sure. Sometimes you might have to work with people who are not intelligent or who are not upbeat and all that. But can you bring your A game to the table, y'all? Can you? Right? A serious question because this is under your control. That doesn't mean that you have to like the other people and all that. But in the team dynamic and environment, can you bring the upbeatness? Can you honor your word? Can you implement? Can you be a standout player on that team? Whether it's temporary, permanent, or whatever it is, can I as a leader count on you as a team member? Me as a leader, can I be a positive and forcing and, and upbeat team member as well? Absolutely. And so can you. Right. And you have to ask yourself, if you can't do this, man, a lot of stuff that we do in life is going to require other people. And if you have trouble with this category, man, it's going to suck or people just aren't going to want to be around you. And we're social creatures. Right. Even if you decide by choice 
by your own election that you want to be alone, you still have to have at least the capacity to work with others and lead them and be a part of a team, right? And again, anybody can do this. It's not rocket science. Show up with a smile on your face, listen to others, make recommendations, right? Make sure you're working with other people, right? If something isn't going your way or something that you wanted didn't happen, that doesn't mean you pout and cry about it and complain, right? Can you make the best of the situation? If there's a conflict, can you aid in the resolution? Or are you going to contribute to the problem and the conflict and make it worse, right? All these things are in your, under your control. Can you keep your emotions in check? Sure. Is it easy sometimes? No. But will you focus on it and say, you know what? I'll be the bigger man here. And instead of contributing to this rudeness or, or, or this disruption or this issue, I'm going to be the bigger man and resolve it. Right? Because again, it's appreciated and people notice. And in the end, people will apologize many times to you. And in the grand scheme of things, you're the winner. Why? You took the high road. You did what was tougher. It's easy in those moments to, to contribute to the problem or, or not be like, that's the easy route. But why would you take the easy route? And what, and what circumstance does the easy route equal more success, development of character, and all the stuff that we require and what many of you desire listening to this very podcast? When, when, when is it ever the easy route? If ever, leave me a comment. Let me know because I can't think of one. It's always the one that requires a little bit more effort, a little bit more focus, putting your ego to the side sometimes, right? And then it's a little bit of extra effort to put the smile on your face, right? It's never the easy route. You know it, right? I know we default to wanting it because we, we sometimes default to comfort. I get it, but that doesn't mean we have to take it. You think I want to shoot this podcast all the time? No. You think sometimes I want to deal with my team and some of their issues and bullshit? No, but I still do with a smile on my face and willingly because this one is so key, being able to work in a unit and as a team. Not only me as a leader to lead, but also be a part of that team, which I am, even though I'm the leader, I'm still a part of the team. Team BC and everything that I do, Distinguished Agent, Limitless, Supreme being the podcast, like I'm still involved. But can you, could you, right? Even if you're the CEO of what you do, can you be a part of another team? Like when you go volunteer down the street or for your community center, do you walk around like, yeah, I'm team leader. You need to respect me. Or can you just be a team member, zip it, have a good time, contribute, and be happy and satisfied with that? Can you? Do you have the capacity? Again, do you have the capacity to do it? If you don't, you got to work on it. All of this is within our control, right? Knowledge acquisition to implementation window, reduce it, right? As we're, uh, you know, kind of recapping, honoring your word, doing what you say that you're going to do, being upbeat and being team oriented. All of you can do this. Four quick things in these last 20 minutes. Focus on these things, right? This is simplicity at its finest. Am I being a team player? Am I being upbeat, right? Am I honoring? Did I do today what I said I was going to do? And when I'm acquiring knowledge, am I implementing it? Could I have done a better job at that, right? Questions to ask yourself every day. And if you're doing these things, man, you'll get more opportunities. You'll be more fulfilled. People will want to work with you. You'll get more business. Your relationships will be better. Your communication will be better. I mean, everything just improves when you focus on these things, okay? So these are some of the intangible, intangibles that I believe people don't focus on and that are missing in many cases that are easy to tap into. Okay. Appreciate the support. If you guys want to check out any of my courses, coaching, or anything else, you can reach out to me or schedule a call with one of my team members. Other than that, 
give us a positive review if you haven't already. And uh, we'll see you guys on the next episode of Supreme Being. All right, see ya.